the Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, where your humble, happy host broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's going to be a fun show. We're going to wrap up what we began yesterday, and hopefully we will, as always, keep it practical, applicable, and take take actionable, if that's a word. We always like to leave them with not just a great show, but something to do about it. Can anyone besides me tell that Julie's on cold medicine? Julie, it's practical, tact- it's tactical, getting them into action. You just changed our little radio. You know thing, what I mean. That's okay. Yours is good, too. Yeah, I'm sure they do, too. So, uh, so we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, 10 ways to allow toxic people to kill your dreams, 10 ways that, that you allow toxic people to kill your dreams, and this is part two. You know, we had some fun feedback on this very topic, and it's a very emotional topic, if I'm being honest with you, because it's a hard thing for all of us to deal with. And a lot of the emails that I was getting, and Julie's got two that she set aside that she's going to uh, read to you guys in a second. But I'm just, you know, I'm just want to round the bend on some of the thoughts from yesterday. Don't feel like you're doing anything wrong just because you're trying to achieve something greater than everybody else you know. Matter of fact, I can pretty much guarantee you to a person, and there's 155,000 regular listeners to our radio show now, which is, you know, epic. It's great. I really appreciate it. Every single one of you, when you guys start to do anything different in your life, whether it's you know losing weight, gaining muscle, improving your financial situation, improving your mindset, improving your relationship with God, it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever it is, anytime you're trying to improve yourself, you're always going to face opposition. And that's it's totally and completely normal. And I know a lot of times the opposition or the headwinds, they come from the people that are your friends, your family you know, the people that love and care about you, they're the ones that are actually the most likely to oppress or to discourage you from changing. Um, And that's held some of you guys back without really even knowing it because you've tried to, you know, you got your real estate license and some of you guys, you know, that's kind of interesting. We're getting emails uh, from folks that are getting into real estate, which I think is cool. So we have, you know, a whole cadre, whole just very levels of experience that listen. We have some top producing agents, some of the most successful multimillionaire agents that have been in the business for as long as Julie and I have. And we have a lot of you guys in the middle and some of these new agents. And, and I promise you, every single one of you have had these experiences where people have tried to railroad your success. Uh, and like I said, it usually is coming from the people that, you know, know, care and know you the best, care about you the most and love you. You know, and that's where those types of folks, you'd expect them to be more encouraging and supportive. You'd expect them to want you to improve. They'd ex- you'd expect them, or at least you'd hope that they'd be like happy for you or wanting to take yourself to the next level. And then consistently you're going to find that that's not the case. And, and again, I'm going to say this for the third time because it's really important you guys get this in your heads. It's normal for people to react that way. Now here's the cold hard truth and why they react that way. And this is the hard part because now you have to look at these folks that you know, that you know, that you love, that, that care about you, your family members and all the rest of it. Now you have to look at them for what they really are or what they're really trying to do. And I believe that for the most part they're doing this without even really consciously know it. When you try to change your situation, it doesn't matter what category it's in, right? You know, It doesn't matter if you're trying to improve your income, pay off debt, buy a new house, get in better shape. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, when you try to change, it makes them uncomfortable about themselves. 
And so when they will, and again, they'll come and they'll offer you a little helpful, oh, you look great, you don't need to lose weight. Or they'll they'll say something like, you know, the financial ones are the most, I'd say, subversive. Because when you get people giving you little comments about financial stuff, it always comes clothed in, in, in good intentions. For example, you know, you say, for example, you want to, you know, you want to go from, say, $75,000 a year to $275,000 a year. And, and you, frankly, make the mistake of telling somebody that that's your goal. You watch how quick they start hitting you with things like, oh, well, I mean, you're going to have to give up your free time, and you're going to have to, is the money really worth it? And, you know, there's no, people with more money aren't, more ha- aren't happier, and you're going to have to sacrifice all this. And, in other words, they're going to start, imagine the taxes you're going to have to pay, right? How many hours you're going to have to work? They're not going to hit you with, very rarely are they going to hit you with anything that's really overtly supportive. It's all going to be negative. Because if you are the one that's deciding that you're going to change your financial situation, it makes them insecure about their own, and they are immediately going to lash back out at you. Um, be ready for that, guys. And the well, and Tim, it's not just amongst uh, family. You know, it's amongst real real estate seemingly motivated colleagues as well. You know, one of my personal coaching clients that we've had a long time and is very successful. She was at a Remax awards ceremony where she had done very well. And one of the agents sniped at her saying, well, I bet you don't spend much time with your family, though, do you? I mean, right out there at the award ceremony in front of everyone. And, and she, to her credit, remarked, as a matter of fact, I have dinner three times a week with both of my sons. We have a great vacation planned for this weekend, and their college is paid for. Thank you very much. But sometimes it, you know, it can come from odd places. You would think that our fellow colleagues would be more supportive sometimes, too, but you know, they get envious. They don't know how to deal with other people's success, and then they throw it out there. So that's why we've created these two podcasts to help our fellow listeners and colleagues and you know, our great coaching clients be able to deal with this toxic atmosphere that sometimes they come into contact with and not feel like you know, they're the freak. Go ahead. Well, I want you to read those two emails, but before you do, you just made me think of something. What's different yeah. this time or what's different in our society right now, guys, that's never been – really, I've noticed it really in the last 10 years. It's not because of this president or that. There's just something that's happened societally. I have my theories on it, but I'm not going to talk about it on the radio show unless you guys email me and say you want Julian and I to talk about it, why we think – the societal mindset towards wealth and success has changed. If you guys want us to talk about that, email us at Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. But it's one of those topics that's going to offend people, so the podcast is designed to basically help as many people as possible, and you know, by offending and probably 50% of the people on, that are listening, I'm not really interested in doing that unless you guys want me to. So just email us, and we'll talk about stuff that's maybe more controversial. But here's the fact. Being successful right now, and this is just the truth. You can't really debate this. It's just the truth. Being rich, having accumulated anything, you are literally looked down upon by a vast majority of everyone because people are being brainwashed to think that in order for you to be rich, in order for you to be successful, you had to have taken it from somebody else. There's literally millions of Americans who believe that's true. You know, if you have a nice car, you're going to find like 10 years ago, let's say, for example, you'd gone out and gotten yourself a new whatever your nice car idea is, new Mercedes, new Lexus, new Cadillac or whatever. 10 years ago, and you would, you know, you would have taken that out and people would have, you know, they would have maybe looked at it, they would have admired it, but nowadays they sneer. Nowadays, depending on where you are in the country, they'll even do worse than sneer. They'll cut you off. They might give you the finger. There's something weird that's happened in our, you know, and it is what it is. So, takeaway from all this is that moving forward with your life, improving yourself, headwinds are going to be everywhere, and you've got to be prepared for them. You've got to expect them. Don't be surprised. 
And when you feel like you're being pushed back on your heels as you're trying to improve, just listen to our podcast. Because trust me when I tell you, Julie and I have been there, done that. And I think you guys can hear it in our voice. I think you guys can hear it in what we say. And you guys know we're authentic. You know we're genuine about what we're saying. We're not just basically, you know, we're not stage speakers. We're coaches. That's really where we spend a vast majority of our adult lives honing our craft, being able to help people on individual levels. And I think maybe that's the reason you guys seem to love this podcast so much, because you can hear that in our voices. And I think actually these two emails, Julie, let's just jump right these two emails, and guys, we're going to pick yes. up at point number seven where we dropped off yesterday. Go ahead, Julie. All right, you got it. So first email comes from a great agent called uh, John Joseph, who I believe is in Raleigh, North Carolina. So Raleigh, North Carolina, this is your guy. So here is the email. Good afternoon, Tim. I'm sure you're having a wonderful day. I just joined Coaching Essentials last week, and I'm ready to get cracking. I have been listening to your coaching radio since last year, and it's helped me even in my current sales position. I work for Sprint Corporation. A question for you. Provided I follow the survival plan, the survival plan is part of Coaching Essentials, provided I follow the plan 100%, would you leave your current job? I have about five months of savings. I'm married with two kids. I am very motivated with no signs of slowing down anytime soon. So, Tim, what would you say to John Joseph here, who is working for Sprint currently, has already invested in coaching essentials, is following the survival plan, but is clearly looking for the exit plan from Sprint. So when Julie and I got into real estate, we were in our early 20s. And Julie and I owned an, uh, another business we'd actually started together when we were in college. And we had, so we had that business, and, and we actually had another little business that was going on too. And this was basically while we were in college. We had no money. We got married when we were 20 and 21. <laughs> you know, We've never not worked. There's never been a time where Julie and I haven't woken up in the morning, even when we haven't had to, where we haven't you know, intentionally put ourselves in a place where we can help people and make money. Why am I telling you this? Because when we bridged and when we, caught, when we suggest anyone and how to go from one path, one income source to another, you have to make sure that bridge is strong. You've got five months for the savings. I respect that. Um, you've been enrolled in its real, Coaching Essentials is now called Premier. So you've been enrolled in Premier, and you're doing the 90-day survival plan. I respect all that. But here's the thing. Here's my red flag for what you just said. You're making all the right moves. You're doing a fantastic job. I assume it's Sprint you're selling phones, so probably you know how to hustle. These are all good things. You're not afraid to talk to strangers. This is a good thing. Um, before you cross the bridge, before you cross the bridge from having that relatively secured, I'm guessing around fifty to sixty thousand dollar year income, where you're supporting you and two kids and your wife, before you cross that bridge, I want you to have a certain number of houses in contract, and I want you to have at least three listings. So if I were coaching you, this is the deal I would make with you. You get three deals in contract. You don't piss away any of your five months worth of savings. Uh, and then you have three active listings. Then you can quit the job. That's what we did, by the way. That was the deal that we made with ourselves back when we were getting into real estate. I am not an advocate and never will be an advocate of what our industry preaches, where you basically are full-time in real estate or you shouldn't be in real estate at all. I think that's horrible advice. And the reason I think it's horrible advice is because the fact is, is that it's not – a lot of people, it, it's a – you know, you have to learn how to have the discipline to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I mean, that's what our coaching program is about. But once you get that con conceptually, you then have to have, you know, the skills to know what to say, to how to say it. In other words, you have to actually build a business, build your scripts, build your everything. And just to go from having a steady source of income to basically, you know, jumping right into real estate, there's not very many people that can do that at a high level. Julie and I were freaks. Remember I told you guys we sold over 100 houses our first year in the business, and that's Possibly true. still are. First of all, <laughs> yeah. Well, freaks. Oh, yeah, we're definitely freaks. A lot of our listeners are freaks. They're, they're, share, they're freaks just like we are. You know, I bet if you had no kids, if you were just you, 
in your dog or your cat, then I'd say, what the hell, you got nothing to lose. But the fact is, is that you have a family to support, so I want you to be a little bit more selective and a little bit more cautious and create a better plan. Hopefully that makes uh, sense. And, uh, you know, absolutely you're on the right path. And congratulations. I, it's encouraging to hear folks like you get into the real estate business, especially since you've had real sales experience. Julie, what's the second email? True. Yes. All right. Perfect. So the next one is from Trina Taplin in San Ramon, California. And Trina writes, hi, Tim. I signed up for your premier coaching this past Saturday, October 22nd. I'm a returning real estate agent and have have not had the success that I know I am capable of. I listened to the replay of your airplane pilot analogy pep talk. This was the best pep talk pep talk utilizing an analogy that I've ever heard. It was incredibly encouraging. You were spot on. You were very candid about how much work it takes to have extraordinary success. When I finished listening, I had to reach out to you and let you know that I appreciate what you and Julie are doing for agents. I'm looking forward to working with your team and being one of your future success stories. And Trina, I'm sure that you are well on your way to being a future success uh, story. And welcome to our premier coaching. We'll take good care of you. Back to you, Tim. Well, you say you're sure because you're wanting to be encouraging, and I'm going to be, keep it a little bit more real. I'm not sure because there's a lot of people, and I don't know her. I don't know Trina personally. It's nice that she's getting it. It's obviously something's resonated with her, and I appreciate the praise. Don't get me wrong. But here's the problem, and, and this goes to that, uh, the radio show I did. You guys should go back and listen to that. I think we did that last week, or I did that last week. Um, you know, the whole building momentum, plane-taking-off analogy, that really resonates with a lot of folks because it makes total sense. But here's the thing. If you don't stay in that mode of building momentum, if you pull back on that throttle on that plane, you're never going to build enough altitude. And remember what I said on that radio show. Please don't forget this. It absolutely 100% sucks. It just does when you're first getting started. And don't let anyone tell you yeah. differently. And that's the reason that so many of you guys succumb to some of this dumb crap that's out there about buying leads. As soon as you start buying leads, I'm telling you, you're on a slippery slope uh, to the real estate doom. Because then you're worried about your CRM, and then you're worried about your website. Then you're attending a bunch of webinars, and you're going to a bunch of all this other stuff. In other words, you're doing the exact opposite of what it actually takes to be successful and make money in real estate. Um, Please be clear about this, guys. And, and she said this well, and, and you know, 90-day massive action plan, that's definitely a good place for all of you guys to start if you're restarting in real estate or getting started for the first time. But just be okay working your ass off, working like maybe you've never worked before. Follow the plan. Do it every single day. Do it when you don't. Guys, listen, please get this tattoo. Write it down. Never forget it. Write it on your wall. Doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is the critical key for long-term, ever-increasing success, not just financially, but every aspect of your life. I can tell you on one hand <laughs> how many days I've woken up in the morning feeling like um, working out. On one hand, in the past 12 months, I can tell you how many times I've actually felt like that. It's like none, but I do it every single day. You know, and every there's lots of things like that that we have to push through. Again, going kind of back to the first point, we we are in this sort of this little strange parallel universe where people are believing that you can only be successful at something if you have passion for it, and all these other real absolute subversive bullshit lies that are out there that are being told not just to real estate people, but to be you know successful, you have to have balance in your life, you have to have balance in your business. Guys, please listen. I have never in my entire life met a successful person in any aspect of their lives, whether they're super successful athletes, whether they're successful actors, whether they're successful business people, whether they're successful, whatever. Even the, the best parents. I mean, Julie and I went to the 4th of July, 
and we were sitting out in this field, and we were watching fireworks go off. And this is, you know, in Texas. And there was this family next to us, and they had, what, eight kids, Julie? Yeah, at least. I lost track, yeah. but somewhere around <laughs> but, there. But here, yeah. here, true, true story. So they pull in this big, huge white van. Okay, and they and they get out these and they get out these little chairs, and it, it was almost like it was unreal. Each chair was perfectly sized for the kid. It was so cute. Okay, so all these kids get out, and they're so perfectly behaved. It was unbelievable. Not only that, but the mom goes back to the uh, van, and then she gets out these two boxes, these big boxes that her and her girls have made of cupcakes, and they start these adorable little kids start passing out cupcakes. All around them. And here's Zoe. She's always like, at the time, she's like two and a half. That girl is running all over the place. She's sitting in their chair. She's complete heathen, She's in complete heathen mode. They had this little girl who was the exact same age as, as Zoe. And you could tell this little girl was thinking, someone needs to get real this kid in. Well, so why am I telling you guys that? Because that couple... Uh, you know, with all those kids, they obviously have spent a lot of time making some a really fantastic troop of you know kids, and they're really well behaved. And one was looking after the other, and well, probably other aspects of their lives they haven't really been focused on, probably financial or things like that. You guys get the point here. So it's normal and natural to to be unbalanced, to have not a lack of balance in life. Where we get unbalanced, and this is almost the funny. This is the you know, this is the irony of the quest for balance in, in looking for balance and feeling bad that you don't have balance and trying to compare the balance you do or don't have to other people. You absolutely positively will lose any sense of control and any sense of balance, which is, which is total and completely uh, ironic. So, Julie, let's get to, let's get to point number seven. Um, emails, we love them, and they motivate us. We only had three quick points to finish up from yesterday, so we thought we'd share with you some more emails from today. Guys, remember, uh, fill out the form, as others have, literally hundreds of others are doing, and become one of our premier coaching clients. Just by completing that form, guys, you get, what, seven things. You get all those books digitally emailed to you. And I think, frankly, the two most important ones are Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate and also the um, Real Estate Treasure Map. But you're also going to get an opportunity to schedule with one of our coaches, and they're going to get you started on your business plan. They're going to get you started on the Real Estate Treasure Map. They're going to start walking you through the thinking necessary uh, to really, frankly, make it so that you have an absolute, positive, secured, lockdown path to follow. Take it seriously, guys. We can only do maybe 20 of these calls a week, and I, you know, if you're filling this form out and the soonest spot is in two weeks, trust me, it's worth hanging on to, and don't miss that call. So go ahead and complete that form, your name, your email, and your phone number, and then we'll call you right back, um, and then you know, we'll schedule an appointment, or you can go ahead and schedule yourself if you just want to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Take this stuff seriously, guys. Look, if you're not going to fight for yourself, if you're not going to fight for your dreams, if you're not going to fight for your, really your beliefs about what you can accomplish in this life, who is? You think anybody else is? You really believe that? You really think somebody else is going to champion your cause? They're going to raise your flag? Never going to happen. You've got to do it yourself. And don't feel guilty about it. Because when you improve yourself, when you get better personally, when you get better, you know, it doesn't matter what aspect, you become a beacon for other people. Maybe not initially, when you improve yourself financially. Maybe initially you got a lot of headwinds from your friends and your family. But eventually what happens is they'll come around and they'll use you as an example to improve themselves. You will have created 
the, the or you'll have removed the excuse or the belief about their limiting belief about their ability to accomplish things financially because they'll say, well, you know, if Julie could do it, I can do it. I mean, maybe they don't initially say that, but they will work their way into saying that and believing it about themselves. So you actually become a leader. But let's do it a little bit more selfishly. You could start actually spoiling yourself and your family. You could start actually feeling that feeling of accomplishment that maybe some of you guys haven't felt in forever. You can actually positively start seeing yourself accomplish the things in your life that you always promised yourself you would. Real estate is the perfect vehicle for that. We're not selling snake oil, guys. We're selling the truth, and a lot of it has to do with a lot of hard work, but we will show you the path. So, Julie, let's jump back and uh, get to point number seven. Yes, actually, we did point number seven at the end of the show yesterday, so I'm going to go with number eight, and that says, and remember, we're talking about dealing with toxic people and how to, to uh, handle that. Point number eight Know that you're in good company. There is not a top producing agent in the country who hasn't had to deal with toxic people. The best ones learn from those relationships and take steps to minimize them in the future. And I always think when I read this point, you know, there are agents out there that don't learn how to deal with toxic people. They kind of make it a lifestyle to almost become one of them, to join the toxic. So remember, the best top producers in the country, the ones who do lots of business, and you look at them, I have got a call with one of them coming up here where you go, okay, so they're doing 360 sides, and they don't sound like they're losing their marbles. They're nice people. They're stable. They're balanced. They have great kids. They've got other businesses. How do they do that? Because they've learned how to manage those toxic people and not join them. So know that you're in good company. Point number nine Challenge yourself to make it a game of being one step ahead until you close. Again, when a toxic person slips through your radar, you get them in contract, happens to everyone. Remember that you are having to deal with that situation, and remember that you're getting paid to deal with that situation. Chances are you're still making good money per hour, so I wrote, put those big girls' panties on and get to work, right? Suck it up, buttercup, they're already in contract, so do the best job. But in that case, challenge yourself to actually be one step ahead and get really good at this. Make sense, Tim? It does. And guys, here's the thought moving forward is that as you're again, as you're writing these process as you're writing these things down, you're gonna start thinking about well, who are the people in my life that might be a little bit toxic? And I'll I'll save you guys the learning curve. Everybody. That's the truth. For for most of you, every single person that you know is going to fit into one of these categories of people that maybe you want to start, you know, I'd say uh filtering. And and that's okay. So you've got to build a really tall wall around your mindset. And and that's going to be the hard part because you're going to, again, you're probably going to find yourself alone on this path. You're fr- probably going to find yourself that, you know, frankly, not being supported by really anybody overtly that's around you. And you're saying, what the heck am I doing? Why is nobody else supporting me? Why do I feel like a freak? You know, why am I working when other people aren't working? It's because you're trying to do something and you are doing something extraordinary. But here's what all of you guys have to know. Just like hopefully you feel about us, you will discover people along the way that will support you on your goals. And here's the really, truly cool part. The farther on this ladder, if you will, that you climb towards success as, as an achiever, as somebody that's trying to improve, the more people like you that you're going to attract to you. So you'll actually you, you'll start radiating a certain essence. If you, Sorry to sound all weird, but I, I'm talking like a hippie for my California friends. Just kidding, mostly. <laughs> so <laughs> the moral of the morning, story morning. is – that's right. As you know, as you start improving yourself, you will start finding other people that are also improving themselves, and they will smell it on you. When you're talking to other people that are also trying to improve themselves, you'll feel the energy. You'll see you'll see that sparkle in their eye. 
when is the last time you guys came across someone who actually had their shit together? You remember because it happens so rarely. You want to be that person, and then you guys will start. You'll start finding other people now. Depending on where you live, depending on what your socioeconomic situation is now, it's going to be harder than you think because you might be in an area, as most of you guys are, as we certainly were, where literally you're around people that are exactly like you, think like you, act like you, look like you, you know, have whatever. They're basically stuck in this little bubble, this little cage of their reality, self-imposed cage. And, and now you're saying, okay, I want to get out of it. So, it, but around you, everywhere you go, you can't seem to find people who support you and your goals. Again, totally normal. That's the reason you listen to this radio show, other podcasts too, I suppose. That's the reason you read books. That's the reason you watch things that motivate you. That's the reason you study the biographies of successful people. You know, Napoleon Hill in his Think and Grow Rich book, he talks about forming a mastermind. The people in your mastermind don't have to be alive. They could be historical figures. So when you're putting together your mastermind, maybe you want to pull something together like, I don't know, maybe you're looking for a female business role model, and let's say it's Oprah. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, maybe the gal that runs Sheryl Sandberg who runs Facebook. So you can start pulling in different. Let's say for example, there's somebody who you know looks physically like you'd like to look, similar body style as you. They're in better shape. They're just you, so you start having that person as your you know your physical role model. Then you can kind of start forming your own little you know mastermind in your head. And then when you have a question or you have a challenge, you can actually go to that person. Again, you don't have to know them. And you can actually sort of like, what would this person say about this particular situation I find myself in? What would they tell me to do? You know, what would they, what, what advice would they give me? Um, and, and then you'll start finding that a lot of the things that you're trying to accomplish in your life have been accomplished before, virtually all of them, and there's proven paths to follow. You just have to choose to get on one. How many more points do we have, Julie? We just have one and then a little conclusion here. So point number 10, know that nine out of 10 times, toxic people don't actually mean it. They haven't thought it out. They're not out to get you. They didn't have an action plan to make you mad. Real estate is far more stressful to the average Joe or Josephine than it is to you, especially to our grizzled veterans who have built up their tolerance. It's the biggest, most serious transaction they've ever done. The tendency is, of course, as many of you know, for those people to freak out and come unglued, not to become a meditative calm Buddha through the transaction. Be there for your clients, even if they're driving you crazy. They're stressed. Have some compassion. So realize they probably are not actually out to get you. They're just stressed out because it's a kind of a big deal to them. And I think the more transactions that agents do, Tim, we kind of get far away from that because we get used to cranking that out. We get used to closings. We get used to closing drama. We don't realize that this may be the first, even if it's the fourth or fifth time that somebody sold a house, it's not like what we do day in and day out. So have some compassion. So I wrote a conclusion you can't totally pre-qualify toxic people completely out of your life and your business, but you can take steps to minimize the times that you deal with them. You can learn from the experiences and be inspired to generate more business so that you have to tolerate less toxic prospects. Here's a secret. Increase your skill set to protect your mindset. Your family, your bank account, your heart and soul will thank you. Take control so you don't lose control. So... Lots of action they can take on that. We had 10 great points. The ones that resonated with you guys, make sure you take action on that. Increase your skill set, and it will protect your mindset. Back to you, Tim. Yeah, I love it. That's a great place to end the show for today. So, guys, uh, we have a great interview tomorrow, so make sure you listen there. Somebody's selling like 300 houses a year. 
I'm sure all of you guys will love that interview. In the meantime, your homework is, as it always is from our radio show, um, go back and listen to other radio shows. We have hundreds and hundreds of radio shows on our website, timandjulieharris.com. Free access to them 24 hours a day. You can listen to them on your mobile device, listen to them you know, really wherever and however you need to consume the information. Just go for it and, and do it. Um, and please take this show and yesterday's show very, very seriously. And be introspective, but not to the point where you're basically going to drop off some you know, analytical cliff and not come back. Introspection means acknowledging the fact that you probably have had to uh, – you probably succumbed to toxic people in the past in your life. And you're now maybe thinking back that some of those folks that were supposedly you thought would support you were actually discouraging you. And as Julie said in point number 10, they may have been doing it on sort of a low-level, subversive-type way. And you got to protect your mindset. You got to protect your mindset like a newborn baby. You got to protect your dreams and your goals like they're the most important thing in your life. You got to be almost selfish with what you're trying to accomplish in life. There's, you know, something Julie and I say a lot, and it's so true. When you're on a plane, uh, you know, and the steward or stewardess or cabin assistant or whatever they're called, and they, you know, they'll say what? They'll say in the event that we lose you know, cabin pressure, put your own mask on before you put the mask on of the person sitting next to you. How many of you guys do that? Or how many of you guys basically spend your lives putting the, your, the masks on the people next to you because you're getting like a little sit, feeling of satisfaction because you've basically been someone who's sacrificed themselves their entire lives? Well, that doesn't last forever. That feeling turns to resentment, and then you start resenting people because they haven't reciprocated in the same way, right? Happens to a lot of folks. Happens to a lot of ladies, if we're being honest. So put your own mask on first. Be a little bit selfish about the things you're trying to accomplish in life. Hey, guys, you know this, but... You know, you only live once and you're dead a real long time. Make the most of this life. But don't be, you know, I'm using the word selfish. Don't be selfish in a destructive way. When you're trying to accomplish a specific goal, let's say, for example, you want to get 10 listings by the start of next year or whatever it is, go to your family, assuming you have a family, or go to your, you know, your friends or go to just people that will support you and say, here's my particular goal. And then bring them in on it. Like, you know, this is something I do with coaching clients. If you have, again, little kids, little kids, as you guys know, are the best ass riders there ever was. (laughs) So if you go to your little kid and you say, listen, we'll go to Disney World when mom or dad, you know, takes and has active 10 listings by, let's say, for example, in the next 90 days. So when mommy or daddy has 10 listings active by the next 90 days, this is an actual agreement that you're making with your family. You know, we'll go to Disney World or wherever. You know, you could do this with your spouse. You could, you know, have, you could do this with yourself. It doesn't matter. And then you put it in writing and you put it in a, in a visual place where other people will see that you are or aren't moving towards that particular goal. You know, build in some accountability, but bring them in on it so that they'll obviously benefit from you accomplishing the goal as well. Guys, it's not that complicated. Follow in the path of others. You know, there's an old Chinese proverb, smart man learns from his mistakes, a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. That's what coaching is all about. If there's ever anything we can do for you, please feel free to email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Guys, while there's still time, while you're thinking about it, do the smart thing and complete that form. Grab those books, and uh, you'll hear back from uh, one of our coaches about enrolling in the coaching program. It's only $99 a month when you work with one of our lenders. Every single one of you are completely approved, so it doesn't matter what your past credit situation is or anything like that. You're completely approved to be in the program, so we've removed literally all obstacles to you guys get getting what we feel is the best coaching in the industry. Email us anytime, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com, and have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. 
For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.